It's Barely in Topic, a podcast for Boston Bruins fans by Boston Bruins fans. Hey, it's VA here. I decided to take 20 minutes out of the last episode because it was a different weight. Um, it was a meteor segment that um, I felt didn't really fit with the tone of the other episode, but it was a discussion that we had while we were recording, a discussion that we've generally been having over time about things that happen uh, within the sports realm that don't have anything to really do with the game, but more the athletes. And I know that this could be a moment for some people where there, where you might want to say stick to sports, and it would be great um, if sports were all played by robots who didn't have bad behaviors and didn't do things to people that could alter their lives. So I think that we'll have a larger conversation about this later on, but I felt that this was a really important thing to actually put out now in the wake of other uh, things that are happening within society and with regards to sports. So I hope that you will listen to this. And if you've decided it's not for you, that's okay too. Thanks. Ah, okay. So Oh, did I miss anything else? Oh, Jean Catherine did. Okay, maybe you guys can talk about this a little bit more. She did talk to us again, but she went to our personal accounts about the, what was it? Uh, oh, Brad oh. being in the All-Star game. Okay. Okay. It's, uh, she said basically, and she tweeted at all of us, so it's more or less the same as tweeting at the uh, the, the, the corporate account, I suppose. How do you guys feel about Marshan playing in the, in the All-Star game while suspended? She's not a fan, and then she made a sort of strange analogy to other times players certain players have been allowed to continue doing things despite being monsters um her examples were patrick kane like ribiero and slava Voinov. yeah um, and i get her point but it's an ugly one i think it's ugly in the respect of how the league chooses to handle things okay the league has decided to not take a look at uh patrick kane the serious allegations against him and the things that he's actually done you know i'm with things that he's done i'm talking about the uh the cab driver incident up in Buffalo. yeah they they've decided to sweep all that under the rug and make him the poster boy for the league which is curious because yeah he can be a prolific prolific scorer but he's a phenomenal douche yeah and they they, like, they never did anything about Riviero. Nope. And Voinoff, they, they suspended because they had no choice. But now that I read this week something that suggested that he might be looking at, at a way to come back to the league in the not-distant future. I saw that this week, too, and I said, no, that's that's a bad look. Do not let that happen. because you know, like, like Especially under, under more recent context, it's just not good. Let's get back to the Mike Ribeiro thing for a minute. Uh, what's really especially challenging now is that the league uh, you know that Ribeiro uh, his contract ended last season he ended up in Milwaukee uh, or he was sent to Milwaukee whether or not he actually and played and his history of addiction he 
he started drinking or, or using again, whichever it was, or something like that, too. Right. He never reported to Milwaukee. That's what it was. He never reported. He stayed in the Nashville area, area, started using again, and has virtually disappeared, like, to the point where his family doesn't know where he is. And the league has chosen to not make any comment on this, even though I think he was supposed to be in the substance abuse program. Or mm. Yeah. Look, I don't think that Brad is in that same category at all. I think we not even not even a little bit. Right. But I get her point. Her points. It's like, well, why are we seemingly rewarding a player who's been misbehaved, whether it's on the ice or off? That's not really germane to the discussion here. Right. Why are we still showcasing someone who is, is currently under active discipline? My thing is, is it's more of a punishment to go to the all star game than not. If this, I mean, I think a player would rather take the time off and rest and not play in a game that's meaningless that he could potentially get hurt in. So, and I mean, people try to get out of the all-star game all the time. I think that, I think Brad would, I, I think that Brad would rather not be there. Just, but he seems to be enjoying it. I mean, Brad's actually demonstrating why to a certain extent, why he should be one of the players they showcase because he's, 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 Really just embracing the role of wrestling heel here. Oh, he is. He's absolutely doing awesome with it. He oh. had a huge <laughs> beaming smile when they introduced him on Friday night uh, or Saturday night or whatever night it was. Last night. It was last night. They introduced him. He had a huge beaming smile when they rained the booze down upon him. And then blowing kisses to the crowd today while they did the same. Posing for a picture instead of in front of someone holding a sign that says exterminate the rat. Right. <laughs> and, then, and then after he scored the goal, he's waving to the crowd. You know, he he's definitely, and especially being in Tampa, he's definitely enjoying it quite a bit. I think he has to, I think this is part of his underdog persona. I think he has to embrace all of this. But, I mean, in the same respect, I feel like, the league has decided that they can either discipline people properly or make money. And they make money or want to make money. Yeah. I, I think that's what it is. Do you think for a minute had that Slava Voinov thing not become such a spectacle? Now, I know we're, we're, we've kind of, this is all bleeding in together. Probably a bad choice. Of yeah. Course, but, but, it, but it does, it does, it does highlight, we're, we're, we're addressing the point that she was making just inartfully, right? So. Right, right. I'm just saying, like, had Boynov not have been basically convicted or pled or whatever the hell, I don't even remember the exact circumstances of what happened there. Um, It was brutal. What he did was brutal and should not be acceptable in this country. And he should not be playing here. You know, that might that might fly in Russia. Go fucking play in Russia. Don't come here with that shit. Well, this is some of this sort of goes back to the whole, you know, the king's. uh... Um, terminating Mike Mike Richards' uh, contract when he got busted for possession at the border. Well, there's a rumor that he was turned in. I hadn't heard that. There's a rumor that, uh, what was it? What's his name? Lombardi? Oh, no. Yeah, there's a rumor that he turned him in because he didn't want the contract anymore. And the only way he could get rid of the contract was to turn him in. Oh, I thought this was common knowledge. No, No, that part I did not know. Yeah. Anyway, my, what I was saying is like, okay, see, he terminated the, Richard some um, contract over that. They actually, Slava Voinov is still under contract to the Kings. They, they they suspended his contract. Yeah. And told it, which means it's basically, to the best of my understanding, on delay indefinitely. 
Yeah. So, uh, are you so, committed- so basically, he can come back and still be on, on under contract with the Kings for five years or whatever. If I remember, if I remember this correctly. Yeah, that's not. It doesn't right. show up on their cap friendly, but I'm pretty sure he is under contract. Yeah. So they didn't terminate. They didn't terminate it, even though that was a situation where that would have been the right thing to do. Yeah, they should have completely terminated it. But basically, he he kind of lucked out in that situation because he didn't have to pay the contract he didn't want anymore and he didn't have to pay the contract of the guy who was kicked out of the league essentially so i mean deported back, <laughs> back to your point about making money and different allegations and things and this is something that of recent allegations and recent things and it's happening in the ncaa as well i think that it's sad but unless people make an uproar about it or people kind of Unless the people, fans, media hold the league or the organization accountable or try to and make a noise about it, they're not going to hold themselves accountable for what happens. No. And I really feel like if the Patrick Kane thing, you know, the basically what we heard a few years ago and the, the alleged rape, had that gone down in the last year, that would have been devastating to the Blackhawks. They'd have to do something about it, I would think. But I just don't get is why didn't the league suspend him while he was on while he was under investigation? Like I get it, Voinov got suspended because he was actually arrested. But like, I thought the investigation happened during the summer and wrapped up neatly before. No, it didn't. It went into the it went into the year some. Hmm. That's why it was a big fucking deal. Is because they they had him show up to to camp and start the season. Hmm. Well, because they wanted to make money. If if you think that fans care, I mean, I'm sorry. If you think that teams care about their perception um, to what is a, a mostly male uh, audience, um, I suppose we are talking about a league that decided that hiring Kid Rock, Kid Rock in 2017 to play. Oh, approximately right now. I, I just. Yeah, it's gonna. Ha- yeah, I. I yeah. You know, I I just. As as much as we want to think of the league as being liberal in some ways or espousing some of our ideals, they don't. We're we're totally projecting on them. Well, see, yeah, they they had that 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 statement of principles just so fucking laughable because they've at no point made any endeavor to actually live that. Nope. I mean, and again, this is one of the big things about Kid Rock being such a, a bad hire for the, play the All Star game right now is because well. He's basically like the antithesis of all those alleged supposed principles rendered rendered, rendered shitty pseudo musician. Um, yeah, that's the thing. That's the thing I don't get. Kid Rock. No one likes Kid Rock. He's not even good, and he's not from the area. Like it just makes them seem so tone deaf on everything. I mean, like on one hand, I'll give them credit for like not hiring Fallout Boy for once, but um, but like they 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 would have been better off hiring, hiring Fallout Boy again. Um, yeah, <laughs> it sounds like Fallout Boy would have been too expensive. They had a strict two hundred grand limit. Yes, they were paying him two hundred grand to do like ten minutes of whatever. Okay, that's actually like fucking funny that 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 the Kid Rock's going rate was only two hundred grand. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, bargain, bargain basement Kid Rock is what they go with. 
Yeah. That's like the equivalent of the five ninety nine DVDs at Walmart. I think this is a really interesting discussion that we should probably table about the uh, to an, another time, not like table and say we'll never talk about it again about what we feel like the league actually espouses as to what they claim they do, um, and and how maybe some fans ascribe some things to the league that just it's not there. And I think it's like that. And I don't think the NHL is the only one that's like this, too. It's all of sports um, that really kind of, they just, they just, they would rather make the money. They don't, they're not going to hold themselves accountable, like I said, um, with anything, um, unless that people make an uproar about it. And then once the PR starts to get negative, that's when they start doing things. Um I mean, like this stuff at Michigan State right now. I mean, that was there was stuff known twenty years ago that was going on, and they alerted the NCAA president twenty years ago over stuff that was going on. Did nothing, and now that it's at the forefront, oh, we have to do something about it now. Did you it's, see? Oh, I'm sorry. It's just bad. It's just awful. Did you see the sentencing? Yeah. Answer? I. I sat there and and the judge, she very calmly said, look, I want to make sure you never set foot outside of prison ever again because you knew that you had these issues and you did nothing to address them. You've known that you've had these issues for a very long time. You've done nothing to address them. And you did things that you claimed were medical treatment and they weren't and they ruined lives. So... I just signed your death warrant. And, yep. and I was just sitting there and I was like, absolutely. Because you know what? It's like, the I don't know exactly what he did, but I understand the full ranges of sexual assault on women. And yeah, um, you, you can't, you can't do things to kids and young women and get away with it. You can't, and you can't do Have it to I... older women either, but it's like, no. He took advantage of situations as a doctor that he he just he needs to go away forever. Having gone through the whole doing the court thing and um, facing my perpetrator in court and all that when I was ten, I I know what these girls are going through to an extent because I mean it happened to me, um, and I just I can't stand how all this stuff is swept under the rug just because. I mean, I think of myself, I'm lucky that it only happened, like, I say I'm lucky because it only happened to me once. My parents believed me. The cops believed me. I was able to go to court, face the person, and get justice myself. Not everyone's that lucky. Mm -mm. Because not everyone is believed. And for my parents to believe me when I was that young, I just, I'm grateful that everyone did. And everyone was so good throughout it because who knows? Yeah, it could have been much longer, much worse, much... Uh, you you are lucky, but it's terrible that that happened, too. Yeah, uh, it's terrible that it happened, but, I mean, not any, not everyone has uh, the support system that I had. Right, right. Do you want me to leave that in, or do you want me to take that out? It's, it's your you. decision. I, I, uh, it, it's your decision. I, you can I, you can leave it in. It add. I think it adds to the discussion. It's okay. fine. Okay. Uh, 
I think it's okay to... Well, first of all, I think it's great to to admit, like, hey, look, you know what it, this feels like. You know what I mean? Um, and it will probably... Ultimately, you'll feel better about that. But I think also it's okay to present yourself as what you might seem as vulnerable, but other people will look at it and go, oh, that's strength. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, no. So, absolutely. But I wanted yeah, to ask because, like, I there are times where, like, if I'm editing something and I feel like somebody's going to be in a bad light or um, they might not have wanted to say that and have it out there, um, I will err on the side of taking it out. But I wanted to ask you. No, yeah, absolutely. I think that's fine. I think it adds to it, so. Yeah, there's no doubt about it. Sports teams, programs, they have to be more serious about this stuff. It's not just a Hollywood issue. It's not a political thing. It is, God, it, it is something that happens to men and women and children and everybody in all walks of life. This happens to them because it's like, I didn't say anything about the Me Too thing because I was on vacation during all of that, but it was like, you sit there and you're just like, there's so many things that I would say were sexual harassment kind of things that happened to me, and because <coughs> in type, uh, borderline assault, or, you know, that happened to me when I was younger that I buried, that I never thought about again. And I didn't think about them until I started seeing the hashtag. But by the time I was ready to say something, it seemed like that wave, that initial wave had gone away. So I haven't said anything. But it it always feels better to know that that there are other people who have experienced what you have experienced. But it feels terrible that we have to take consolation in the fact that other people have gone through the same things and they're terrible. You know what I mean? And and the thing too is, I I've seen a lot. I've seen a little bit of the perception that um, a lot of people trying to be like, "What's different now? Why is all? Why are people? Why is this happening so much more often now?" And I don't think it's the case at all. It was always happening. It was always there. It's just that we weren't willing to talk about it. And now that people are more willing to talk about it and bring it up, we're seeing how bad it actually was and is. Yeah, I, I, that, I think that's kind of a misconception a little bit for some, some that I'm seeing a little bit um, that like this is all of a sudden a problem. It's not all of a sudden a problem. It's always been a problem. We just no one's been willing to bring it up. No, no. Certainly, if you don't feel like you're going to be believed, why would you bring it up? And and that's the thing. That's the that's the thing that people can't wrap their heads around. Like, why wouldn't you want to say something? Because nobody listens. And yeah, especially now, it um, it seems, especially with um, it happens more often with females where the cops and other people, media outlets, try to rationalize what happened and try to put push more blame onto the victim rather than no, whatever she did isn't relevant. What's relevant is person A was a douche and can't be doing that. Right. Like. Like that's kind of that's a big problem, and it's it's sad that these um, people their lives are ripped apart, and everything they do is scrutinized to try to make it look like this athlete actually didn't do anything wrong. Right. If I have to watch where my body is in space and what words come out of my mouth, then you as a man also have to be aware of where your body is in space and what words come out of your mouth. Okay. I think that's the general rule. 
And and that's the thing that people mistake. They think it's like, well, you know, well, I just can't talk to women anymore. Or, you know, women are like, well, I just can't go out anymore. It's like it's there's a problem here. Um, and the solution is very simple. You know, respect other people and their boundaries. God damn it. That's all. Like if we it's it's so cliche, but if we just treat everyone how we want to be, the world would be a better place. Mm hmm. Like it's some, it's the most basic rule of thumb. We're taught at two in kindergarten. We're taught right away. Just treat others how you want to be treated. That's it. And no one does that. No one respects anyone. And that's what that's the problem we're running into. I mean, it's awful. I'm gonna crack a very ill-timed joke here, <laughs> but it's only because I feel like I need to. So apparently, I'm saying that I want Jeff to just make mild um <laughs> mild jokes about my disappearances <laughs> poor jeff <laughs> jeff who are you wearing today I'm wearing the crew one that you bought me. Okay, see, I, I just wanted to know. <laughs> <laughs> I got Al Horford on. I got Vegas Strong on. So, I'm sorry. Um, I sometimes inappropriately use humor to undercut um, a very serious topic. I, I, I do it all. I do it yeah. often, too. <laughs> so, it's a great topic. I think that we've only scratched like a millimeter of it and uh it's something that would be great to touch on some more in the future but uh i think we have to move on a little bit more right now but thank you for sharing tim yeah yeah 